Hi, this is TJ Miller, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour, unless you're not listening and you're just watching it, which doesn't make any sense at all. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined by a man who has no pants or undies on, and is currently playing a round of Russian roulette with his boner. That's Jeff Clark. We all win with my boner Russian roulette. And transmitting to us from the dawn of time, the bearded tachyon-eating... Booger Bandit, known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Rap, rap. Yeah. Feels which... like you got hung up there a little bit at the end. I did. Yeah, I went into my notes and I was like, ooh, I didn't finish that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's a tachyon? Tachyons are particles that theoretically can travel through time. Yes, it's theoretical physics, Jeff. Oh, I wouldn't get it, yeah. So it's make-believe. I don't understand it. I don't understand how you can have theoretical physics and call that science. Well, yeah. who's calling it science? Theoretical physicists. Oh. Um, okay. Hank Pym. I wonder how much schooling you need to go, you need to do to become a theoretical physicist. Well, it, you shouldn't need any if you're just making shit up. You probably still need yeah. more than all of us combined got. Oh, absolutely. But you shouldn't need any just to make shit up. Because well, how many some... we had? I got four. Kevin, you got a semester. That's four and a half. Three. Three semesters. Thank you. We're up to five and a half. How many Even semesters do you have? I Shuddy? only went to class twice in my third semester. I have zero semesters and well, just a GED. Since you beat me in Trivial Pursuit, we'll say you have... Well, you have four and a half years worth. So, oh my God, right there, one win, one ten, win ten, in Trivial Pursuit gives you four yeah, and a half years college of college, huh? I've, I've graduated college. Well, God until, damn. until we beat him in I'd Trivial have, Pursuit. Well, I have one semester of uh, of grad school. I won uh, Mario Kart Monopoly when we had a game night at the old apartment. Does that bump me up to four semesters? So you have an associate's degree in finance and yeah, real estate. Associates, yeah. That's. Let me check the legend. Yeah, that's an associate. <laughs> Ugh, fuck yeah, fuck fucking yeah. Oh boy, who wants to come to Clark University? I saw some story. The last time I saw tachyons in the news, there was something about how they found some. They found tachyons in Antarctica. And, and, pff, in Antarctica. <laughs> hey, I've been now I've been off making up words. I've been off for a week. This is this is my my first day back in 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 ten days, so I'm still shaking off the cobwebs. But the Kevin's into theoretical geography. Antarctica, they detected <laughs> tachyon particles and thought that there might be a time travel wormhole there or some fucking shit, or um, aliens. Yeah. I, it's definitely aliens. Don't feed that fucking fire, Kevin, you son of a bitch. 
So tachyons have something to do with aliens. I knew it. These fucking aliens are always up to something. Oh, uh, I just Googled it. New evidence suggests particles detected in Antarctica don't fit standard model. <laughs> so they're from aliens. <laughs> yes. Fuck. A giant alien farted with its ass aimed at Antarctica, and those are time-traveling fart particles. Boom! Oh, brought it back, full circle, MSBH style. What's up? Where's our fucking Marconi? Where are our podcast awards? Where's our Spotify deal? Come on! All roads lead back to poo here in MSPH. Well done, Kevin. fucking right. Yeah, it's like the the Kevin Bacon game of fucking poop. I'm honored to share this digital stage with you. (laughs) Well, shit, Jeff. you have some podium stuff? I, oh, yeah, I got you some. Want, oh, you want to get right into it? He wants I, to dive right in. He wants to go. Okay. He wants to dive headfirst into the deep end. I pretty much never leave my apartment. I don't have much to talk about. I went to Vegas. I mean, we can yeah. talk about that if you want before we talk about the podium, but I don't have much of a good story for Vegas. Oh, no. Actually, I went to this place called Black Tap burgers and shakes google it if you can okay uh they are known for their really decadent milkshakes we went before we hit the flight back what's it called black black tar milkshakes black tap burgers and shakes my brothers each got a milkshake i actually didn't get a milkshake i just got a cheeseburger let me tell you why i didn't get a milkshake this is this is weird because you're an ass clown because you always do this shit we go to the the six two six night market, which has the craziest, weirdest, off the wall food you can't get anywhere else. And you're like, oh, I'm gonna get a burger and fried chicken, maybe a slice of pizza. The shit you can get anywhere, any day, anytime. And that's what you want to get at the exotic food festival. Okay, I feel like you've been wanting to use that for a while. I don't know how that really applies to this situation it's a burger and shake spot so i was definitely going to get a burger always i was always getting a burger and that's what i did but i elected to not get a milkshake and let me tell you why i the environment wasn't good enough for me to set up my little camera and i really didn't have like a stand but i was i was working on it and the music was so corny and so loud that i don't think the camera would have even picked up my volume. But uh, I wanted to do okay. a snack attack. And because I couldn't do a snack attack, I was like, you know what? You're salty. I don't deserve I don't deserve this milkshake. I don't deserve this milkshake. Well, that's a little harsh. Yeah, well. I don't know. I've been I've been learning a lot from that docuseries of Vow, and you gotta really discipline yourself if you're gonna make personal growth. Um, I'm not gonna get to the point where I brand uh someone's initials on my crotch, but you do have to <laughs> You do have to discipline yourself, we'll say. Fair enough. All right, so I'm on their website. This is at the Venetian? Is that the Venetian. Okay. My brother got the birthday cake one, uh, Cheech, and my other brother, Bill, got the, I think it's the Oreo one. So if you have pictures of them, there's a fucking piece of of confetti cake they put on top of the milkshake. I mean, so you have a milk, you have a milkshake uh, with a birthday cake batter milkshake, and then there's a piece of cake on top of it. Whoa! Um, so like you have to take the cake off. And oh you my put goodness! Put that on a separate plate, and then you 
drink the milkshake. Shuddy, can you see this? Oh my god. Yeah. That's uh, a milkshake with cookies, a whole bunch of chocolate drizzle, whipped cream, and it looks like a chip witch. Yeah. Uh, yep. Impaled on the side of the glass. That yep. looks fucking epic. But then again, I don't know. It's it's. We went to this place. I think it was called Score on Davies when we were doing the Ella Show in Canada, and they specialize in blah 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 blah. blah. Um, hangover drinks. Fuck. Bloody Marys. But their Bloody mm. Marys, like, okay, say this glass of caveman coffee here is the bloody. The fixins are piled about that high. They what have is, like sixty dollars $60 worth of food. Their most epic one has, you know, a whole cheeseburger and pretty much every appetizer you could ever order just skewered into the glass shit dude i don't know i hate bloody mary's but every time i see them i wish that i i wish i was into them because they look cool they look fun i tried a bloody mary once and it was awful i it tastes like cocktail sauce i i like cocktail sauce actually but you know just for shrimp just for dipping shrimp but yeah not for drinking I've tried V8 juice once in my life, and I'll never do it again. And because of which, I've never even really had a Bloody Mary. It, doesn't, it really doesn't matter to me. It's, it's just not. I'm not going to like it. There's no oh, way. No. So I won't even, I won't even entertain it. Uh, so uh, Cheech got the birthday cake one, and what did Bill get? He got the Oreo one, which is very similar to the, like, the – chip witch shake i think or something you just showed me but it's you know with oreo cookies and i tried a bit of both of them because they couldn't eat it all it was just it, it was an insane impressive uh milkshake okay that right there i think that's the ultimate bloody you gotta... how was the food what it score on davy yeah Oh, I think they changed the name. I think it's called Score on King now. Uh, it was good. Oh, yeah, and they call them Caesars. They don't call them Bloody Marys. They're Caesars. There's two different $60 ones. This one comes with pickle, pork slider, pulled pork, mac and cheese, hot dog, hot wings, a burger, onion wings, or uh, onion rings, brownie with whipped cream on it, and a Cornish game hen. <laughs> what the fuck? I want to eat some Cornish game, man. And then the other one has a nacho before. bowl on top. And peanut butter pie. Fucking stupid. Now I'm frustrated. Just too much going on there. So did you even try a sip of your brother's yeah, milkshakes? Yeah, they were good. He said he tried both of them. I tried both of them. I tried the... Sorry, I was the, Googling. The, the shit piled on top. It was all good. I'm... It was right before our flight back to L.A., so I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. I was bummed out that I couldn't share it with the Puminati, honestly. that's that. I swear to God, that was like the big thing. Like, if I could have set up my camera, I would have ordered a, 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 a shake. But, oh boy. I don't know. That was like the most notable thing that I did in Vegas, other than enter, you know, I entered the football contest thing. I won a little bit of money. 
We went and had Korean barbecue, but Vegas sucked. Vegas is a soup. It's just a really big bummer, I think. And yeah, I think it's the one in the middle. There's some. I can't get it to focus right on the phone, but yeah, there's some glare, so it's not really picking up. But yeah, they were good, dude. But Vegas overall, I would, I'd give a, I don't know, not a high score. It was a bummer. You didn't go visit any hewers? No, strip clubs were closed. Buffets were closed. Uh, the, just the the rules, you know, that you have to abide by. Everyone has to abide by the casinos do are lame and just make the whole experience unfun. It's just like an awkward environment. You know, you have there's only three people allowed at a blackjack table and there's glass dividers for 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 uh, for on every table. There's hand sanitation stations throughout the casino, which is cool. That's all nice and it's great that they're at least open because there's a bunch of people that count on that money, not like to gamble, obviously, but there's uh yeah, there's just rules all throughout the casino, but you could still smoke. Yeah, I don't know. Like there's so many people like smoking cigarettes underneath their little mask or moving down their mask to smoke cigarettes. It's it's bizarre. It's the whole fucking thing is bizarre, but yeah, I don't know. I just went for like a night, mostly a business trip and bounced. I wish that I had a whole story to tell. Which hotel and did you stay at? The MGM. The Grand? MGM Grand? Yeah. Yeah, I've stayed there before. <laughs> I thought it was really nice. I liked it yeah. a lot. Yeah, it's a it's cool cool sick. spot. Uh, yeah. Did, were there any deals to be had since, I mean, I feel like Vegas is always trying to lure people in in the best of times. And now that we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic, um, I imagine they're they're barking a little harder or no? Um, I think, yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I, my brother got it, got the hotel room for like, as like a birthday present for me. Um, I think he said he only spent like a hundred, like 60 on the room though. And you had super cheap flights, didn't you? Yeah. We had like, it was like $50 round trip. So (laughs) shit. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was a cheap, it was a cheap trip. And that was nice. How many people were on the the flight? The MGM grand is like huge. Like they have a, a pullout cot to, you know, two queen size beds and a pullout cot. So it was, it was cool for three, three guys, three, definitely three brothers. Who got stuck on the cot? Cheech. <laughs> but it was fair. It was my birthday present and Bill bought it. So yeah, whatever. that's totally fair. And again, the cot was, it's, it's comfy. Like it was a pullout. There was like a pullout. Uh, there was a, there was a futon or like a pullout sofa in the, in the suite. You've never stayed at the MGM, have you? I have not, no. I've only stayed at the Hard Rock, the Silver Sands, and the Aria. Oh, I heard the Aria is awesome, though. The Aria, we, Kevin, uh, we had that hooked up for us. We had two, didn't, did we, we had two rooms, right? I can't remember, because, so my, I have a buddy whose dad is, and I haven't talked to him in years. I don't know if he still is, but he was at least an executive for MGM. Um, pretty high up too, I think. So he would get us rooms anywhere. Like that's an MGM property and MGM owns the Aria. And so we asked for up. like the Luxor or something. We asked for something. Yeah, I shot low and he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're staying at the Aria. <laughs> Damn, dude. Was, I mean, it was the nicest hotel I've ever been in or one of them. 
Yeah, I heard the I heard the aria is fucking was, sick. It was sick. Yeah, that was the dude. Because the first time I went to Vegas, I went with my buddy and Miguel, and we. It was our first time in Vegas. Uh, I think they were twenty one and I was twenty two or twenty three, so we were all freshly legal to drink, and we went to Vegas for a fucking week. A week. That's like a death sentence. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. and. His he he's he was telling us he's like hey my dad said you know we just charge shit to the room, and it'll get taken care of, so we were charging everything to the room, like all of our meals. We had twelve packs of beer waiting outside our room when we woke up every day. Uh, two days into the trip, we found out that we could we could um, put cigarettes charge cigarettes to the room, so we were, we had like cartons of cigarettes brought up. It was it was fucking insane. One day we decided to see how far we could push things and we called up room service and just started rattling things off the menu and occasionally would slide something in that wasn't on the menu. Like we asked, like in between, you know, a grilled cheese and chicken wings, we were like, uh, a single carrot, um, Caesar salad, uh, onion rings. Uh, a salad bowl full of pudding and just but just went quick and they brought everything we asked for up they brought up a carrot wrapped in saran wrap that was the size <laughs> of my fucking arm holy shit that's and so then cool a huge this wasn't like a salad bowl it was a punch bowl filled with chocolate pudding and i just went and slammed my face into it and started blowing bubbles it was you you didn't eat any of the the pudding. You just ruined it. Yeah, that's kind of baller. But I would have been mad at you at the time. I would have wanted to eat some of the pudding. Like, hold on, before you smush your face, there, we get a bowl. Yeah, but and then when when it was time to check out, they brought us into a room in the back, and they were you know crunching the numbers. And they're like, okay, that'll be uh, seven thousand dollars just to take care of your tab. And we were like, oh, we can't do that. And we're like, dude. Fucking call your dad. Call your dad. And he pulls his cell phone out. He's like, hey, dad. Um, yeah, so-and-so wants to talk to you. And just hands the phone over the desk. They're like, hello? Yes? Okay. Handed the phone back. They're like, you guys are good. You can go. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, pretty that's dope. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get that guy back on the... Invite him to the Zoom. Dude, he... Even when, when like, in the, the early years of me working for the Jason Ellis show... Um, he would just get my rooms taken care of every time I went to Vegas for Ellis Mania. You know, he got me a, at the Aria a couple of times, and every time I would hit him up and be like, dude, I'll get you on the guest list. Come by and watch the fights. It's awesome. And he either wouldn't respond or he'd be like, ah, I'm busy. And then it got to the point where I just, you know, I didn't need his hookup anymore. And I was like, hey, don't need anything from you. I'm in Vegas. We should... We should party. Come come check out the fights. I'll get you on the guest list. You can sit up on the stage with me. Radio silence. It's like, oh, damn. He just doesn't like you anymore, maybe. And, I mean, really, who can blame him? I know. Yeah, I jumped the shark. I mean, it's all right. I, <laughs> I get tolerate it. you. I get but... it. <laughs> you know. So how was the, what was the flight like? What, were, what was the, the plane situation? Were there a lot of people going there? Yeah, it was fucking full, dude. It was fucking full. It's, this whole thing is a this is this is this is a sham. Like how 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 effective are the masks? Whatever. It's 
It's just, it was nice having no airport traffic, which is a trip, is a trip going in and out of LAX. Honestly. So wait a second. How I mean, is it, how is it packed if it's an in and out thing? If the airport isn't busy? I mean, my flight was packed, but LAX is fucking huge. I mean, my flight A could be packed and LAX not be very busy. I mean, how many when they are busy, how many passengers go in and out of there every day? I'm, I'm There's probably you, less flights. That's why the flights are as packed as they are. Yeah, that could be, yeah, that could be true too. And that would yeah, explain I mean, both things being true. There's less p- flights, so there's less people going in and your flight was packed because there's less flights. There was literally no wait for TSA check, right? Uh, to go through the metal detector and all that. There was There was nothing. You just... I wonder how if that's going to be like that for around Thanksgiving, because that's that they always say Thanksgiving is the the busiest flight time of the year, and I know my grandma wants to come out to San Diego. My mom wants me to fly to Florida. I don't I don't just don't know if either of those are a fucking good idea. Well, I feel like it's wishful thinking, you know. Uh, if you want it to be normal, at least, I just don't think that that's going to happen. You, so you can't be banking on that. But if you're down to wear a mask for however long and do the COVID alterations to your, your travel, then, yeah, it can happen. I mean, I don't have – see, you know how I am with all this shit. I have no concern about traveling. I don't think I'm going to get sick. I don't – like, I just found out during this whole pandemic thing that traveling – like air air travel is is a very easy way to get sick, or a lot of people get sick doing that. And I I never had any idea about this. I was never aware. So. Yeah, that was like that. Uh, you remember that product called Airborne? Yeah, it was like those those little Alka Seltzer tablets you drop in your water, and it's supposed because it like I when you it was just condensed vitamin C, like emergency shit. Probably is, but yeah, they were yeah. They, they was like. Uh, It was specifically targeted at, hey, do you fly a lot? Well, you're probably going to come in contact with a lot of germs. Drink this fucking hockey puck. I think think vitamin C is essentially the same thing. I don't know if Shuddy's internet friendly right now or knows anything about this. No, emergency and airborne are pretty much the same thing. Okay. You are dead correct. All right. So, I mean, I drink those. Three or four times a week. So I'm good. I'm good. No COVID. There you go. Found the loophole. Yep. So Smoke Vegas- some pot. Drink some emergency. Don't be a pussy. You'll be healthy like me. So Vegas sucked dick, huh? Uh, Yeah. I just, you know, I'm down to get rowdy. I'm single. I got a little bit of money in my pocket. And Vegas was perfect for that. And just not this time. Were there any, the bullshit, so. any ladies? Anybody getting rowdy? Did you party at all? Did you get drunk? No. You didn't no. get drunk? Uh, I got drunk during the football. Uh, I, I drank a lot during the football game. So this casino, the D, it's called. They have Circus Sportsbook. <laughs> They're the one running the football contest. The that I'm D. In. For some reason, the sportsbook has a Bar Canada in there. Oh, and like watch they, this. They sell like Canadian beer and Canadian booze. I mean, they sell other booze too, but like. There's like specials on Labatt Blue, and I fucking love Labatt Blue. So I was just chilling at the sports book, punishing Labatt Blues, 
We went and got some Korean barbecue. And then by the end of the night, we were all shut down and there just wasn't shit to do. You know, I think in a, in a perfect situation, we all would have liked to maybe make a strip club move, but that wasn't in the cards. Also, I really wanted to get them to do top golf. Um, they weren't into top golf. So, and that's on top of the, the, uh, MGM. Have you ever heard of top golf? Do you have any interest in it? Isn't, is, is it a, is it putt putt or a driving range? No. It's like driving range, but it's like uh, hmm. naked chicks. No, no, it's just like a popular like driving range that has like light up zones um, that will light up when you you know the ball gets struck into it and you drink and booze and I don't know a lot of people that I know have done it and liked it and my brothers weren't into it I was into it but so long story short we we didn't we didn't do much of anything. That was a lot of fun. What do you think that, you would have normally done if everything was business as usual? A strip club. I probably would have strip brought club. some, you know, some party drugs and been down to like get a club. I probably just would have gotten a bottle at a club. Honestly, like Hawkinson. Is that how you say it? Hawkinson, whatever. So you go, they're you, in the, you they're, like to they're hit clubs. The so I would have went there. You like going to clubs and stuff out there? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. And when you're at a club, what do you do? You just walk up to chicks and you're like, oh, hey, wanna, wanna eat my butt? I'm not gonna give you my moves. Nah, that's because you don't fucking have any. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. I don't know. I just chill at the fucking table, get, get wasted. And, you know, mostly if I'm going to a club, I have a good situation. So I'm, you know, the better the situation, the more likely random girls are gonna come up to you and try to steal your alcohol. And then you try to use that. To make moves, but it probably isn't going to work. So it's it's kind of like a, a give and take situation. They see yeah. you sitting at a table with bottle service. They want some of the bottle. You want some of the poontang. And you try to make ends meet where everybody's happy. Yeah, we try to, we try to find a nice middle ground. Okay. Which usually ends with them being very drunk and me going home with no girl. I'll let you, I'll let you do a body shot off a of Cheech. And you give me a foot job. Oh, man. I feel like I'm not answering these questions correctly or responding properly. I don't no, know. I would not. have gotten more drunk. I would have done other, I would have done drugs. I would have done harder drugs and, and gotten drunk. But good. I feel like the my, my video looks super, like, washed out tonight. I feel like I'm usually, I usually look more lit up. I wonder if it's because I got the kitchen light on behind me. I think it is pretty need to have a light normal. in front of you. I'll wait for you to get back. Cause I gotta go turn on my light too. We there we go. Both be off screen. I do have a light on me, but yeah, the, the kitchen light on behind me was, was fucking everything up. Now we're back to normal. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, you need, definitely need to invest in one of these umbrella lights. Cause we start doing the show usually around 6 PM Pacific time when the sun is starting to go down. And you can watch as the show goes on on YouTube, the the lighting just slowly changes throughout it. And Jeff usually ends up just a shadow by the end of yeah, the show. Yeah, just being a silhouette. <laughs> yep. I live in the shadows. I'm kind of like Batman. I was born by the shadows. You merely adopted them. Oh, Bane, yeah. I wish I could do a fucking Bane impression. You're I, so cool for being able to do that. I believe in you, Jeff. You can do it. 
is pretty much most of it just cupping your hands in front of your face. See, I'm not even changing my voice right now. Oh, but now I'm Jeff Clark. <laughs> Let me suck that wing-wang you've got in your pants. Oh, I was born in the shadows. <laughs> yes. Was that good or bad? Oh, that was You're awesome. Laughing like it was bad. No, that was sweet. Oh, all right. Well, Look at Shuddy's high ass. You even got a reaction out of Shuddy. The shadows. Oh, Shuddy's giving it a shot. <laughs> Shuddy hates impressions. Yeah. Nice job, Shuddy. Well, with me and Shuddy get blue ribbons for this episode. You'll we did never good. see me save my bush. <laughs> bane, bane, bane. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but wish I had a I had a good Vegas story for everyone. The whenever I'm out there for Ellis Mania or hanging out with the Puminati, it's always fucking fun. So none of the shenanigans, none of those same shenanigans. I mean, it was kind of it was just interesting hearing what Vegas is like right now. You know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a, you know, it's a whole different world we're living in. I'm kind of curious about how how everything's been affected. What all things are like right now. Like I I said uh, last week that I was going to be going to a drive-in, and it didn't even fucking happen. Why? Because movies are movies are butt fucked by the pandemic, but drive-ins are supposedly thriving. So. A lot of the movies that they've been showing in drive-ins, like new ones, are movies that I just straight up have no interest in. And if you've been listening to the show long enough, you, you'll know I'm a complete slut for movies. I'll go see pretty much anything in the theater. But some of the stuff, it's just like, fuck, I haven't even heard of this. Who the fuck cares about this thing? I did want to see New Mutants. And by the time I was set to go to the drive-in, they weren't showing it anymore. And I also wanted to see the sequel to Train to Busan, that Korean zombie movie that I really liked. The The sequel to it, there's, uh, I think it's in City of Industry or something. They have two screens, and the like. Uh, pretty much only during the week and on any random day, it was only showing at 11.30 at night. And I don't want to fucking start a movie at 11.30 at night on a weekday and then have to drive home from city of industry. So I found another theater, uh, the Paramount drive-in and I've been to the Paramount studios before a couple of times. They're right in Hollywood. And I was like, Oh, well that's, that's a fucking, that's a nice, easy drive. So I was, I had it all planned out and I typed the address into my GPS fucking places an hour away. It's not at the Paramount studios. There's a fucking city in California called Paramount, and it's an hour away. I thought that was like closer to Long Beach. Where where is Paramount? It is kind of near Long Beach, right? But more inland, right? I guess, yeah. So okay, their thing is they're not. It's it's fifty percent capacity, even though it's in cars. They want a gap between the cars, and they are not selling tickets online. So you have to show up there and hope that they haven't hit 50% capacity yet. Otherwise you're fucking out. You're going home, bitch. Empty handed. No tenant for you. And did, did you even, you didn't even make, take that gamble. Did you? I didn't because the person that I was going to go with, uh, with getting out of work, the timing was going to be cutting it really close to, even if it was a guarantee ticket, let alone 
first come first serve bullshit. So that just went straight out the window. I didn't get to see Tenet. I didn't get to see New Mutants. Uh, no fucking driving. Plus, these fires in California are no joke, man. It's I don't know how, even yep. how good of an idea that would be to sit in a car with you know recycled fucking smoke air. That's interesting. Uh, how like how much of it is affecting like your day to day up there? The fire stuff because my brother was at work he's a uh he works at a restaurant and ash fell on him and we're all the way in long beach so if ash is falling on falling out here then it's got to be nuts by you right or no it's not nuts but it's it's for sure ash there's ash in the sky the it's not uh it's not san francisco You've no seen those no fucking... i know dude the creepiest fucking image i think i've seen all year and it was captioned on Twitter, but it was it was uh, a shot of behind home plate of the San Francisco baseball park, and all the fans in the stands are cardboard cutouts. So it's like a fucking fiery hellscape with cardboard fans. It's just like oh, they're gonna go up like fucking tinder boxes. It, it pretty much encapsulates what 2020 is. Like the world's on fire. We're playing baseball and fans aren't allowed to be there. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's our state is literally on fire. It's fucking. Uh, and so are the two States above us. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's we crazy. We just got to get Sokovich uh... and OP out of there and we'll be all right. Oh wait. And the bad dad. I swear to God, if the wildfires take Bat Dad, I will be on a fucking crusade. Mother Nature, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. I'll fucking, I will beat the fuck out of Mother Nature. So it's it's been nutty here. There, There is a fire kind of near me. Uh, I forget the name of it. Let me see if I can pull up a fire map. Uh, I got a quirky punishment. How about for those people that... Oh, you fucking pussies, Steelers. And fuck, Rob Sprantz is a fucking Steeler fan. You can suck my dick, Godfather. Just tonight. I have all love oh, otherwise. How about, all right, so, sorry. A forest, a wildfire started because of a gender reveal. I say those those parents have to put those kids up for adoption, or that kid up for adoption. How's well, that? Uh, excuse me, ma'am, you are now legally required to have an abortion. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to go into Roe v. Wade. But we're not doing abortions. You're keeping that fucking kid, and you're giving it to a family who will, who will not raise it to be a fucking moron like you. That's gonna catch the state of California on fire. Hey, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm all for. Uh, I'll take the kid. Fucking sterilizing stupid people, uh, requiring licenses. You got to get a license to drive, but you don't have to get a license to fucking procreate and make a life. Create a future scumbag. Come on. Come on. This so is the, a scary world that you're fucking, you're putting it, out there. Is Wait, it any you need scarier than for children? Is it any scarier than what we're fucking living in? My God. You're right. The so state is on fire. I'm looking right. at the, the LA fire map and there's the Bobcat fire, which... It's east of Pasadena. It's like north of Pasadena and Arcadia. And that one's been burning for 33 days. It's nice. burned 
31,000 acres, and according to this map, it's 96% contained. And I think that has probably been the biggest contributor to the smoke by me if it's not, you know, the massive ones in Central and Northern California. Because I know they've got, a, uh, that, that smoke has got a huge spread. But the, the first day it was really bad. I haven't been, been smelling it inside my apartment, but the second I step outside, even with a mask, it smells like a campfire. And the first day I saw ashes falling you know, as I was walking across the street and stuff. And it's been a different combination of gray and piss yellow, the sky. Because you know how San- yeah. all those pictures out of San Francisco and Portland and stuff, it's just orange. It looks it looks kind of like Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. It's not that extreme, but it's a lesser version of it. So you're just seeing piss yellow. And it's it's just depressing, you know? Like, you know, you just have a different feeling when you walk outside and it's a bright, sunny, blue day as opposed to, you know, a cloudy downer day. When it's piss yellow, your soul is just... Right. It's like, oh, it's God. Very fitting of our current situation in life. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's sky should be gray and piss yellow. And I, I didn't want to look at it because, I you know, obviously I can't go anywhere. I had I had last week off. So I'm sitting here in my apartment and I'm just trying to find a nice balance between being productive and relaxing. Smoking pot. Smoking pot. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I got on the bike just about every single day. The only day I didn't get on the bike, I, I think I took uh, Tuesday off, the day that we recorded. But the eight other days, I was on the fucking bike for an hour a day. And then I got some writing done. And I was going through my old stunt tapes and looking for more clips to put up on Instagram and stuff. And then I would fuck off and I'd smoke weed and I'd, I'd watch some movies and play some video games and read some comics. But the whole time I'm here and I don't want to look at that fucking piss yellow sky. It bums me out. So I shut the blinds and the light seeping through the blinds is a hazy piss yellow. And that bummed me out. So I was kind of just bummed out all last week. But the, the fire... The, the you know the the apocalyptic sky it's still super gray right now this morning it smelled pretty strong again it was it was good for a couple of days and when i went to get a coffee this morning it smelled really strong like smoke and uh the when i look across the street you know across beautiful poop slime alley over there there's <laughs> there's usually a you know a mountain range over there that i can see off in the distance and the first couple of days of the fire shenanigans it was barely you could barely see it, but you could still make out the form. These past few days, though, it's non-existent. The smoke is so thick in the air, I can't, I can't see the mountain range. It's nutty. What a bummer. Uh, yeah, nutty shit, man. We should take this show on the road. Let's go to Wyoming. Maybe Kwame, or, uh, Kwame. Maybe Kanye West has it right the whole time. You know, doesn't Chappelle live in Ohio? Yeah. Is there something? Is there something about getting out of should we be out of cities? Should we not be in cities? Uh we're not there yet, huh? Let's wait. I don't know. We'll wait until the second year of the pandemic and then we'll we'll revisit this. I'm chilling. No one should be chilling. It's a fucking nightmare. Thanks, buddy. Cheech just came in. I Cheech did some my laundry for me and that was very nice, but then he just farted. 
like next to me and then ran, walked out of my room. Oh, is that what that was? You heard that, right? I heard a little bit of like a boomp. Yeah, that was him farting. Oh, nice That's one, Cheech. It's my payback for having him do my laundry. It was just a few pairs of boxers. You had him wash your shit stained underwear. I don't, I don't have any fucking trail marks. Shut hey, up. Hey, Cheech, it's still technically my birthday. Can you wash my jizz rags? He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't wash my thongs. <laughs> oh man! You know what I did get to watch though that I've been putting I, off. I finally watched. I don't know if you guys heard about this. I, I'm, I'm sure Jeff could give a flying fuck, but it might be on Shuddy's radar. So for All the right. tenth anniversary of Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Edgar Wright and uh, I think his name's Michael Bacall, the guy who wrote wrote it with him. They hosted a 10th anniversary special table read of Scott Pilgrim versus the World. And they got most of the OG cast to participate. So they just got an abridged version of the script and they all read it over Zoom. And was uh, Michael Sarah there? Yes. Scott Pilgrim. Of course. Right. He was well, there. Yeah. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's so uh, hot. <sighs> oh my God. What does she Knock do out. nowadays? She was in Suicide well, no one's Squad. Or no, 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 uh, Birds of Prey. And she she was in that awesome season of Fargo. She's Birds of Prey, stuff. that's the Harley Quinn yep. biopic. And the yeah. fabulous <laughs> emancipation of one Harley Quinn. I hate that tag. I hate that so much. The subtitle? It's a good movie. Stupid that they dropped tag. a week after it had been out in theaters. Yeah, smart move. First off, it's not going to fit on a marquee. Secondly, the word fantabulous. The fuck out of here. That might have been funny in 2008. Yeah. No one in 2020 thinks fantabulous is a funny, silly word. Get that zany shit the fuck out of here. But uh, they also had... The only people that weren't in it was Kieran Culkin, Brie Larson. We like him, right? Yeah. He's in Succession. Is that yes. same Colkin? I like him. And the kid who played young Neil. And then a couple other smaller people. But for the most part, they got like Chris Evans was there. Uh, Jason Schwartzman. Where do they put this? So it was put together by Entertainment Weekly, and I think they did it live. And I couldn't be, you know, troubled to mark a specific time to plot myself down and watch something. And I was just like, oh, I'll catch it later. And then I completely forgot about it. And last night I was like, you know what? It's my last few hours before work starts up again. I'm, I'm, I'm checking that off the list and God damn, was it great? I, so where did you watch it? YouTube. I had, I mean, I, I, I packed a bowl and was just doing bowl rips th- through the whole thing. But I had a smile on my face the whole time. If you're a fan of that movie, it was it was exceptional. That's on your close to your Mount Rushmore, right? It's on like Mount Rushmore. Time. That's a Kevin Kraft classic. Yeah. It's also on my Mount Rushmore. It's one of my favorite movies. Dude, you, you have you to watch, watch it together. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we might have. That wasn't funny. Yeah, shut up, Jeff. No, that wasn't funny. If you if you if you like this movie, Shuddy, you got trust me. 
you're, you're going to love every second of it. It's not, I the, will watch that. It's not the full two hour movie. I think it's like an hour and 25 minutes. And also while they're doing the table read, Brian Lee O'Malley, who wrote and drew the Scott Pilgrim comics that it was based on, he's doing live sketches and holding them up to the camera and they auction them off for charity afterwards. Whole thing was sick. They included the songs. Someone needs to get this idea over to Jerry Bruckheimer so we can do the same thing with Armageddon. Come on. I want a fucking I want a two and a half hour table read of Armageddon. You're not getting Bruce Willis to sign on for that. Yeah. We they can't pay Bruce Willis enough money to do that shit. He's not reading for two and a half hours. You gotta fucking get me. But you can you can pay him to be in these awful fucking movies he's doing lately. Hey. I look at Bruce Willis a lot like Eminem, all right? His fucking catalog and his classics are so untouchable that it doesn't matter. He can't diminish his legacy now. He's an he's already an icon, in my opinion. All, as far as Amer- actors are concerned, all-time American. Love, love me some Bruce Willis. You won't hear me say anything bad about Bruce Willis. Uh. Great. Now Shuddy turned off his camera. So I'm just I'm, bullshit. I'm, no, I'm stretching over to fill the volcano bag. And instead of just having my ass on YouTube. Oh, we don't, want, camera off. we don't want Shuddy getting all PC on uh, because Zoom. Because this is what it would be looking like it, while I did it. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Kevin, <laughs> I'm getting ready Kevin, to show. It? I said PC. Did you get it? But. It was no. all for naught because the volcano had turned off, so now I have to let it heat up. I'm getting ready to throw fucking Shuddy Boy some tokens. <laughs> I have to call him Thick Boy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Man. Uh, so did you guys uh, find anything to watch and report on well, in the last week? I watched the... Let me refill my coffee. The first episode of Raised by Wolves. Oh. What'd you think? Uh, And I probably, had you not recommended it so highly and pointed out that the ending was bananas, uh, I probably would have turned it off halfway through. It's a little sterile. Yeah, and very slow. Uh, And then ramps up really quickly. At the very end. Yeah. Of that first episode. Like that first episode goes off the rails really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> it's the other uh, episodes. Cause I've, I've watched the first three now and it's still good. That one cyborg lady, she's a fucking loon. Uh, but it's, you know, it's it's leveled off a little bit. It's it's still good. I'm going to stick with it for, for the time being. But it is very dry and, like I said, sterile feeling. And I don't know if there's necessarily any characters that I give much of a fuck about in it. And it annoys me very much that the kid's name is Campion. Like, oh, how did you come up with that name? Did you take Champion and remove the H? <gasps> Ooh! I hate stuff like that. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, it was enjoyable. I like uh, Travis Fimmel. Travis Fimmel. He's the. <laughs> he was the leader of the party that 
first meets with them in the first episode. Oh, the 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 Saul worshippers or whatever they are. Yeah. And I've watched the beginning of the first episode. So he's the one that that centers or, or of the second episode. I'm sorry. So he's the male character that that centers around. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was in Vikings on the history channel oh. and that was really good. He was excellent in it. Who did he, he was play also, in that? I want to say he was in the world of Warcraft movie too, but I didn't see that. Yeah. So. Me neither. Um, me neither. So uh, really? that's why I'm interested in watching more because I do enjoy him as an actor. Yeah, he's good. He's probably the most likable person on that show. Um, Maybe the else? only one. Um, watched The Gentleman again. Solid flick. How is it the second time knowing that it kicks ass once it gets all the boring shit over? Oh, over? I was just, I was like sitting on the edge of the seat. We watched it. Zach came home this weekend, so we watched it with him. And I just like, I just sat there like, oh, so a twisty turn is about to happen. And then I'd look over, and he'd be like, "What?" Yeah, uh, so good. I really enjoy that movie a lot. Um, trying to think, what else? I feel like there was something else we watched. Did you watch well, anything? While well, I think. Nice. Are you going to answer a question with a question, you pussy? <laughs> I I'm mean, just kidding. I, I watched something. Mr. Consomnidog got us to watch Hashtag Alive, which is <laughs> a, a South Korean zombie movie. Yeah, I saw that because it's like featured on the front page of Netflix when you open it up. And it, at first I thought it was a movie about a, a streamer that gets uh, held hostage or some shit. And then it just seemed like people were panicking and I saw a virus in the description. I'm like... Is this a zombie movie? What the fuck is this? And then the trailer stopped, and I was like, all right, I don't know what's going on here. So it's like a hybrid of an Asian zombie. What was that movie? Bird Box. Where it's like these people become possessed and get like zombie, have like zombie traits or whatever based on like an airborne virus. I don't think they really ever. Uh, explained it in the movie. It's something I actually think you would like, Kevin. I think it is. I think it is a movie you would like if you gave it a chance. And, and subtitles don't bum you out. It was a short watch. It was only an hour and thirty eight minutes. But it's about this kid. God, I don't know how old he is. He still lives with his parents though, and he streams video games online. It's not honestly a huge part of the story, but they went back to it a couple of times. It really doesn't make much of a difference. And uh, you know he's streaming video games his parents leave him some food and they go somewhere i don't know work or somewhere and then the zombie apocalypse happens and he's like watching it from like his fifth floor apartment and he's just watching people go nuts and like fucking eat other people's faces and eventually the story uh that unfolds is you know him hunkering down in his apartment as the zombie apocalypse is happening. He's, he's playing Call of Duty. I mean, he, at first, yeah, he's streaming, playing some video games and the internet goes down and then there's no water and then there's no electricity and this guy's just like fucked. But uh, somehow he's able to battery power or get his drone to charge and he's able to like connect with a 
uh, a, a neighboring girl in a building like across the street, and they how far into spoilers are you like hand right signals and drones and shit? Oh, shit, he's gone. He must be he must be twerking again, trying to load his volcano. I feel like I'm I'm no one's getting a shot at these cakes. Review, but it's not a bad movie. It's the like the the zombie visuals and 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 all the those like you know the horror special effects are really well done. You know, it's if you like zombie stories, it's it's good. All it's, right, it's good. And, also, and you're not a giant think, zombie I, movie I say fan, this right? Every time, so I guess I I'm sorry. Would what were you saying? And you're not a giant zombie movie guy? No. And you still no, enjoyed it? You, no. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. And I'm not a zombie movie guy. Like, you see one mo- zombie movie, you've seen them all. The best one is probably Zombieland, and that's because it's got Woody Harrelson and fucking Bill Murray. Well, the first <laughs> one, right? Spoiler alert. Uh, but but uh, I would give this one... I would suck 3.5 alive dicks. That's pretty solid. A Jeff Clark Korean subtitled zombie movie. That must mean uh, dorks like me will probably give it four yeah. dicks or higher. On a Kevin curve, yeah, it might be four dicks. It's, <laughs> as far as zombie, I mean, it doesn't rely heavily on the subtitles. So the subtitles didn't really bum me out very much, right? So... I also love that anytime something Korean is involved, your brother becomes Mr. Kamsamnida. Oh, yeah. He didn't even need the subtitles. He was just, he, was just, <laughs> he just heard everything they were saying. He He's knew like, it. Oh, right he there? Understood it. Did you hear what they said? That means thank you. He was translating it to me. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he said yes. Oh, thanks, Mr. <laughs> Kamsamnida. Oh, he also just ordered bulgogi. He only knows Korean <laughs> barbecue experience Korean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's oh. uh he's cur- he's currently eating bibimbap. Yeah, no, I know that, Bill. Hey, Jeff, he just asked for the check. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh man. So in the Easter but- egg, we were talking about horror movies. How in the Clark household, Cheech and Bill are doing a a horror movie a day, and I enacted my my horror movies for the Halloween season early this year. I started in August. So I don't do them every day, but I try. I make the majority of the movies that I watch horror movies. These fools watch a, a horror, a new or a different horror movie every night for the month of October. And I think they're doing like a fucking Google share doc. Like I, I oh we're at, we were having dinner tonight and Bill was just like, Hey, Cheech, we need you on the horror movie marathon. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, I, I want to see what you got planned. Like, let's put it all on paper, I think. So I'll shoot you the results or the, maybe I'll just share the link with you. But they're, they're yeah, they're serious about it. As serious as you. Well, I'll try, I'll try and do uh, a rapid fire of some of the shit that I've been watching. I won't tr- do, you know, waste everybody's time and do massive in-depth reviews. But I'll, I'll give you some pointers on, on the journey I've been through so far. And I did remember the other movie we watched, so we'll circle back to me. Okay. Are you going to do rapid fire dicks too? I'll give dicks. Yeah. Nice, I, nice. I log everything. I'm so into Letterboxd now that I just I log everything so I can consult with my records. And I know which right, day well, I watched them, what I scored them. So last night I watched 
a movie called was... Mom and Dad. You ever hear of that? that? No. It's Nick Cage and Selma Blair. So it's it's on. I believe I watched it on Hulu, and it's a movie where, out of nowhere, moms and dads, a switch flips in their heads. And they become full of murderous rage against their own children and only their own children. So all the parents around the world are just trying to kill their kids. Should be easy. I mean, every parent has told their kid, I brought you into this world and I could take you out of it. Yeah. I mean, if I feel like there was a lot of wins for the mom and dad in this in this movie. How did it go for them? Uh, I did not like this movie. I did not like it. it. It took a premise that could be cool. And they blew it. They didn't really do anything with it. I guess it maybe it has to do because they're killing like high school kids and maybe they don't want to show, you know, 15, 16 year olds getting brutally murdered, which I guess I kind of get. But at the end of the day, you're just not you're not getting the goods of the horror movie. Anytime something violent was happening, they would cut away and you just hear like squishing noises or something. I was going to say to really, really stick that premise to really make sure it lands home, hits home, you need to murder a few single-digit age children. You gotta, you gotta kill a few seven-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right? Yeah, and they didn't. Because a fifteen-year-old could fight back. I mean, shit. I played basketball with a couple fifteen-year-olds the other day that would straight whoop my ass. So, you never know. I come on. I mean, if it's their own child, you would expect the father and mother to have a good enough scouting report that they would know they could kill their 15 or 16 year old kid. Well, that and the, the, at the beginning of things, the kids don't know it. So they have the element of surprise. The kids don't know that they're a target. (laughs) You can can ambush them. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid little bastards. Fucking easy prey. And they don't tell them I'm going to kill you now. So it didn't, it didn't cover anything really interesting. Uh, You did get, who I mean, he always, always delivers great Nicolas Cage crazy faces and flip outs. You can. I gotta look at his haircut. He's so I'll tell fucking you if dependable. The movie's good or not, just by his haircut. He's so dependable. But I mean, that's it. That's the only thing you really got in this movie was Nick Cage being crazy for a little bit. the The rest of it sucked. They. I, I don't think this will count as a spoiler and bum anybody out. They don't really explain what it is. There's no resolution. It just ends. There's just an ending. And it's like, you fucking answered no questions. I don't know what happened. What? It just felt like a really weird place to end the movie. It's like, wait, get the fuck back here, writer. You're not done with this. What are you doing? <laughs> we got a story to finish here. Yeah. You lazy bastard. You just gave up? So I was... I was very bummed out by that. It, the The score plummeted rapidly as I was watching it. So mom and dad gets a dick and a half. It's just bummer. I just feel like Nick Cage absolutely brings it, regardless of the role that he's or the movie he's in. That is true, and he brought I, it here, but it can only take it so much, especially yeah. when there's so many other movies of Nick Cage frick, flipping flipping out and freaking out. And it's still it's packaged within a good movie. It's not the only good aspect of it. Another movie I watched on Netflix, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. 
I hate not ringing I hate it a bell. already. Not ringing a bell. No, I, I just don't like the sound of that. I don't like the title. I'm judging a book by its cover, and that that corny that corny ass title is not getting me to click. So it stars it? Emile Hirsch and Brian Cox. They are a father son autopsy workers, <laughs> autopsyists, medical examiners. Sure, homies that do autopsies. There we go. That's the official term. Man, a Jeff, you are you are officially a mystery challenger in Smash Brothers right now. A family oh, of autopsians. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? Let's go with that one. Fucking perfect. Someone needs to family update the Wikipedia. Autopsians. Atop- okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they the the movie starts at a crime scene. There's like a grisly murder at this house, and these cops find a fresh corpse of this woman. And they bring her to the autopsers. What'd you call them? Autopsists? Autopsists? Autopsians. Autopsians. Yeah, they take it to the autopsians. And the corpse is just making no sense. It's like, this seems like a corpse that has been dead for five minutes. And it's a corpse that's been dead for at least days. So they're like, already we're kind of baffled here. And they just perform this lengthy autopsy on it. And all this creepy shit keeps happening. And it was fucking cool. I like this one. This one was pretty good. Brian Cox is a, is, is a great actor. I he's, like him. He's so good in this. He kicks so he's much ass. He's a family ass. favorite. Yeah. He, he did not disappoint in this. Emil Hirsch was really good in it. It wasn't stellar, but definitely worth a watch You know, in this, in this season. Streaming on Netflix, it's 86 minutes. It's creepy for sure. It's mysterious. I like the reveals. I like the twists for the most part. Solid flick. Uh, 3.75 adoption dicks. Okay. Let's see. What else did I watch? Oh, here we go. Here's a more recent one. I watched. I, gotta, I just got to. Oh, my God. I got to complain about something. There's. I'm trying so hard I to do might, this quick. I might poop my pants. Go I poop. Might, I'm going to have to. <laughs> Fucking have to go poop. God damn it. Go poop. And bring the laptop with you so we can watch. Should I? I was wondering about that. Should yes. Do that? Do it. Of course. Do it. Dude, it's Mad Scientist Party Hour. How can you not take the laptop in with you? You know what? Shit. The shit just went away. That creeped me out too much. I <laughs> oh, can't... get the fuck out of here. You're a I fibber. can't shit on YouTube. You're not shitting. Thir- Kevin, I'm 34. Keep it on I'm your lap. 34. I'm 38. Who cares? <laughs> That's more your lane, though. This you know is... what? You're out of the Puminati. Out, oh Shuddy boy, yep. Shuddy boy, Wait take his second. card. Wait take his second. card. Can we have a trial? Can we have a trial? I, I, I should be afforded due process. I vote no. guilty. Kangaroo court is in session. The band hammer has been dropped. Guilty. You, you're voting alongside this, you fucking treacherous horse, Shuddy. You're the one who's letting everybody down. Not I us. Were, not us. You do between we're, two flushes. Our rebel. Our our relationship has progressed nicely over the past few months, Shuddy, and you just stabbed me right in the fucking back. Well, after you stabbed us and all the Puminati in the back. Between two flushes behind a goddamn paywall, all right? <laughs> and and I, I was not going to say... I was going to say that's you just pussy. a show. I don't really poop, but I, I really do poop, so. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Boo, Jeff Clark. Boo. I'm pinching now, though. You've... Just fucking go for, for it. 
You're you're lying. You're a fibber. I can't believe you would be so dishonest to the Puminati to say that your your poop went away when you're actually too much of a bitch to poop on camera like a man. Yeah, you're gonna. I'm gonna be talking as I'm grunting. Oh, I give it four dicks. Is, I'll tell you what. This is gonna be the shortest Patreon ever. <laughs> what a bitch. For the longest break in between. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, what's the next movie? I'm sorry. Little Monsters, not the Fred Savage, Howie Mandel, Kevin Kraft classic Five Dicker. This is the 2019 Australian zombie movie featuring the angel on earth, Lupita Nyong'o. That is on Hulu, correct? It is on Hulu, yeah. I've seen that, and every time I see the thing Little Monsters, I'm like, oh, Little Monsters is on here, and then I scroll to it, and it's... Not that at all. No. And I got I got excited by that too and, until I realized it was a zombie movie with Lupita Nyong'o who I have the biggest crush on. And you know, I was like, you know what? I'm browsing around movies. I want to watch something horror. Yeah, bring on Little Monsters. And yeah, that one was kind of a bummer too. Wasn't yeah. as bad as Mom and Dad. You said it's thought, Australian. It's yeah. An Australian movie. Is Lupita Nuango? Is she Australian? She does have an accent in it. And I'm I'm pretty sure it's Australian, but I don't know. That would break my brain. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up. It also has Josh Gad, who plays he's kind of like a Rainbow Randolph children's host who somehow gets lumped in with them when the zombie apocalypse hits. And then he reveals his true self to be a foul-mouthed scumbag, which had its entertaining moments, but they just went a little too hard with it and a little too over the top. The guy, the main guy who is like the focal point of it is a man-child who is freshly out of a long-term relationship, and he's kind of in a state of arrested development, and he's supposed to be a lovable goof, but he mostly just comes off annoying, and he's... I don't know, it's kind of weird. He talks about like jacking off when he's around little kids and stuff. Like he just gets dirty in front of kids, which is weird. Cuz what the fuck? Cuz he's supposed to be He's supposed to be painted as like a bad example. So he when he's like he has he doesn't turn off. It's like if we talk the way we do on this podcast in front of little kids. Like he I doesn't mean, have do. that filter to turn turn it off and not say gross obscene things. And he's supposed to just be a lovable oaf, but he's kind of just an, an an obnoxious dickhead oaf. I, I didn't find myself rooting for him at all. And there's, I'm not, I can, maybe it's just because of my undying love for Lupita. But how could she be into this guy? He's a fucking clown. Give me a break. There's no redemption story here where it turns around and he wins Lupita's heart. She's a she's a kind natured teacher. She's like a kindergarten teacher who's a ray of sunshine. She's like Miss Lippy without putting paint all over her face. <laughs> Miss Lippy, one of the better kindergarten teachers ever. She's a she's a she's a, a a beaming light. She's she's wonderful to these kids and this stupid asshole somehow wins her over, not buying it. Um and I don't know. I just I wasn't feeling it too much. I give it I think it's- two and a half zombie dicks. Two and a half Australian zombie dicks. I think it's time for recess.
Sorry. Miss Libby's car is green. <laughs> hey, now I gotta, I gotta watch Billy Madison. <laughs> you really did it. Guess... You broke my brain. Any other horror movies on the recent Kevin Kraft rotation? Nah, I mean I've watched a fuckload, but we Maybe can you could tease some stuff. But like stuff that I'm gonna be watching? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, I do want to watch Revenge, which is a Shutter exclusive. And I am at some point, hopefully by the next episode, I'm going to watch the Suspiria remake from 2018. It's just a long-ass movie. It's like two and a half hours. I think my brother's like that. It's supposed to be good. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's weird. I'm find the, out for you. Right the now. original I, Suspiria, which I watched recently, is like an hour and a half. And the remake is an hour longer than the original. Jesus. What were you going to say, Shadi? Um, I did, the other night when we were looking for a movie to watch, uh, I did go through Shudder to see if there was anything that grabbed my attention. And I was happy to see that... Uh, Jawbreaker it oh. was listed in the Shutter comedy section. Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan, Rebecca Gayhart, uh, Judy Greer, I believe, is in that one. Oh, yeah, that's right. I haven't seen that she, since it was in theaters. Fern Mayo. How does it hold up? Uh, I haven't watched it yet. Oh. That is on my list. I just remember uh, I, I, as, as a young, young man watching that in a the theater – because that was, I, I believe that's when Rose McGowan and Marilyn Manson were dating. And there's a scene where she lets him f- fuck her. She doesn't want to fuck him, but they're trying to lure him in. And she just, uh, like, I'll, I'll sit through this. I'll power through Marilyn Manson fucking me. And there's a shot of him just railing her from behind that I remember just being like, ugh, this is kind of upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Wait, this is in Jawbreaker. Uh, yeah, I think they're trying I to get Marilyn Manson to take big the fall. Crush for on it. Rebecca Gayhart. Oh, she's hot. Uh, so yeah, uh, but no. What we ended up watching was the Tax Collector. That's the Shia LaBeouf movie where he's that, uh, a Spanishman. He's a he's a Spaniard. He is a Mexican gangster. Yes, <laughs> which he. He's he's getting weird with his roles. Like he he pulled his own tooth out for Fury, and supposedly for this one he got a massive chest tattoo, right? Which you see in exactly one scene, barely. Man, one I tell you scene, what, barely. Shia, dude can and act his balls off. He's a very talented guy. I know he's got his demons. I know he's a very strange man, but dude can act his balls off. That's a movie I'm going to be watching again soon. That Disturbia, love that movie. That's a movie um, that gets spins around fan. Halloween for me. Great, I great flick. I have not flick. seen that. It's Maybe awesome. Maybe we will. It's a modern uh, take on Rear Window, but awesome. It's really fucking good. I don't, he doesn't need these gimmicks. He doesn't need to pull his tooth out for Fury. He doesn't need a chest tattoo for one scene in The Tax Collector. Shuddy Boy, was it worth it? He was very good. The movie itself, eh. Uh... He is a supporting character. He is not the main character of the motion picture. No shit. Um, and, you know, I didn't think the main character was that likable. It was very... Uh, 
very predictable kind of movie. Um, wasn't great storytelling, but ultra violent. Oh, ultra violent. Really oh. fucking like lots of fucking. I really not to spoil too much, but there is a scene where they're driving in a van with a prisoner and they open the door and grind his face on the macadam and then pull him back in and talk to him. And you see like his jaw and everything. Oh, that sounds awesome. It, like there were scenes where I was just like, Oh my God. So wait, like, what did you say? They grinded his face off with Rachel McAdams? No, on the macadam <laughs> on, on the pavement on the road. Oh, what, what do you, you, yeah, what was that word that you use? You said McAdam. McAdam, yes. This is, do you smell, you guys have never heard career that pursuit champion, Shuddy. Shuddy boy, do you smell toast right now? Shut yeah. up. Would you get a fucking 1100 on your verbal? What, uh, what is this? I freshly paved my McAdam today. <laughs> <laughs> McAdam, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, everybody, Broken make sure you put of even size used in successfully, successively compacted layers for surfacing roads and paths, and typically bound with tar or bitumen. Okay, patoopy. There's no fucking patoopies, and the road isn't a Rachel McAdams. Nobody, <laughs> uh, kids, uh, make sure you put your snow change on the uh, McAdams. You're pretty icy today. Yeah, you're really pissing me off with this review. So are you saying <laughs> they dragged their face on the road while they were driving as a torture method? Yes. Cool. Well, that sounds much more badass than McAdam. I don't, yeah. know. Well, I don't know what the Irish have to do with this or who McAdam is, but <laughs> on the road, great. Uh, yeah, it was, I, I mean, Maybe wait till you can get it somewhere free. Don't pay to rent it. <laughs> Definitely don't buy it. How much did you pay to rent it? Uh, like seven oh, bucks. Mulan prices. Oh no, it wasn't no, thirty bucks. It was like six or seven dollars. Oh. How many uh, Shia LaBeef dicks are you gonna suck? Two seven five, because he was very good in it. He's a beast. Dude can act his nuts off. Give him that. All right. Well, and he plays a really sick, kind of like sick enforcer, like does fucked up shit. All right. I'm into that. Hey, Jeff, do you want to hear your horoscope? More than anything. All right. So I, I flipped through this a little bit and I believe they've phased out. The campus speaks out. That must have only been the first year of the podium. I have not seen it anymore. The front page article is about the dorm buildings written by former MSPH guest, my ex-girlfriend, Katrina Danson. She somehow landed the, the front page with this one. Did you guys first fall in love or get together? Excuse me is probably the better way to put it. Get together at your journalism job? No. In the newsroom of the school newspaper. <laughs> yeah, sorry. In the newsroom. I think I got tasked with uh, showing her around when she f first enrolled. So I, I, on her first day, I sort of showed her the ropes. They let you be the first impression? Yep. 
He's the best. He's the best they had to offer at Bing Bong School. <laughs> we're gonna show you, here. We're gonna have our award-winning horoscope writer Kevin Kraft take you on the the tour. That's when I had like fucking long hair and shit too. I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, but oh wow, I'm looking at the staff section. I didn't even realize this. I was listed as a features editor. I was an editor. It's news to me. I was, a, <laughs> I was a pretty shitty editor because I've noticed in multiple things that I've written that I've used the uh, contraction of your rather than the possessive your. <laughs> really? Yeah, quite a few times. Jeff, did you understand any of that? I know the difference between your yours. Well, apparently I didn't, and I got to be the features editor. Well, I mean, you were still learning. I get paid to write, Shuddy. So, yeah, I know theirs. I know yours. I know it's. I got all of those down. I also made a very bold move in the movie review section and reviewed Mumford, a movie starring Ted Danson, <laughs> while I was dating his daughter. <laughs> Whoops. All right. But I gave it four dicks. Oh, is there bias? I gave it four dicks. I didn't do full ass kisser mode and rate it five. Did you name drop them in the review? I don't think I did. Because I don't think he was a main character. And... I don't know. Maybe I wasn't trying to play favorites. Yeah, I don't mention him at all in the review. It's it, Jason Lee was the star of it. And... You know, high school me, after Mallrats, Jason Lee was like fucking movie royalty to me. Dude, I very much like Jason Lee. He invented the 360 flip and was a juggernaut in Kevin Smith movies. Wait. The skateboard trick? Yeah. He invented it? Yeah. Fuck. I'm pretty sure. Maybe let me let me attempt to shutty myself right now. I read Jason Lee, um, three sixty flip. Tony Hawk's biography or first first biography. I don't know. He probably has multiple uh, multiples at these. Oh, I fucked up. I thought it was Jason Lee. It's Rodney Mullen. Why did I think? No, skateboarding wiki says invented. Who the fuck by, is Rodney Mullen? Invented by Jason Lee during his great age of skating. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then it says Wikipedia. There's a Wikipedia entry for the 360 flip. It has its own Wikipedia entry. And it says Rodney Mullen. It says Rodney Mullen landed a 360 flip in 1983, but Jason Lee was doing them in 94, 11 years later. While Rodney was said to have invented them, he credits Jason Lee with the invention. Oh, weird. So what probably happened was Rodney Mullen was trying something else and accidentally did a 360 flip once, and that was that. And then nobody did it again until Jason Lee. I, uh, it doesn't really say exactly any more explanation that, but that's on the skateboarding wiki on fandom. All right, so I wasn't, I wasn't talking out of my ass by, by saying that, but... 
Jeff, to answer I, I, your question, crazy. if you want to get your mind blown later, just look up Rodney Mullen on YouTube. He is like a, a freestyle skater. So while he does lots of crazy street tricks and stuff, his he's most known for a lot of non-moving stuff. So the board will just be stationary and he'll flip it up on his trucks and then kick it upside down and do a whole bunch of flips. It's like gymnastic skateboarding. It's stuff that doesn't look humanly possible. You're watching, you're like, how the fuck is it? This guy has magic powers. How is he doing that? Right. They, they but paired... his first job and what he's most known for is skateboarding, right? Rodney Mullen? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you... I, I, I had no idea Jason... I guess what I'm getting is I had no idea Jason Lee could skateboard like that. I, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. He was a pro skater. No shit. Cool. Yeah. I like him even more. Where is he been? I, you know, I'm going to I don't know. look him up. I, I feel like no he idea. should be in stuff because... I mean, he was in Jay and Silent Bob reboot. He's a nice little addition, I think, to a movie. He's, he's even fine. a nice big addition when he's the star. I think he picks I ass. enjoy you know feeling Harvard so much. Isn't uh, Tom Green in that too? Yes. <laughs> and uh, Leslie Mann, right? I think yeah. so. Wow, so I've seen know, that in forever. I thought I saw this on my buddy's Instagram, but I think it's the 20th anniversary of Almost Famous. That Jason Lee, right? Lead singer? We're talking about the same guy. So. That guy skateboarded. Yeah. You you remember you remember what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> almost famous lead singer? That's Jason Lee. Yes. Yeah, he's an almost famous. Yeah. I guess it's a twenty year anniversary. So it's funny, I guess random thing that you brought up. I don't know. Somewhat random. Jeff, what's your sign again? Virgo. Okay, let's see. Virgo. Ever think of what you're going to name your own children? If you ever think of a good name, write it down. You can't keep on you can't keep on changing names once the kid's born. It's like, what was I thinking? I didn't mean to name him that. And the doctor's all, "Hey! It's too late. You can't have a bunch of name changers running around. Security!" And you're all like, "Hey!" And he's all, "Hey!" That's it. I like how you do like a table read of your horoscopes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll I'll just stick with my first name, I guess. Yeah. My, my child. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks here's, for reading me that. Here's some fucking award-winning Kevin Craft wit for you. Leo. See Sagittarius. And then you go to Sagittarius and it says, see Leo. <laughs> fuck dude <laughs> what a fucking you can get away off. with that for the features editor I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aquarius Terrible. Aquarius got this one I am old Nino behold my fury whoosh your inner energy is that of a powerful tsunami tsunami Think of a Native American name for yourself in order to unlock the true identity of your personality. Like Chief Silly Pants. <laughs> what the fuck? And I also got the wrong your for your inner energy is that of a powerful tsunami. 
So you are inner energy. Yep. Eat shit features editor. Fucking award revoked. You stupid son of a yeah. bitch. I can only imagine what the other typos were, though, if you're getting awards. Here's Pisces. You aren't a Pisces, are you? Oh, my dear God. This can't be good. Oh, no. My word! I don't believe this. This can't be happening. Why? Why? How can this be true? My brain can't handle this. I'm going to pop. Help! For the love of Bob. Oh, no. My shoes fell off. Wait, is that your... Did you really... That's really what you wrote. What did why? Why do you think he would be reacting that way? What What do you think he could have had written? Could have been in that paper that would have caused such a reaction from him? I just don't. I don't. I don't know. Oh guys, what he wrote makes sense. Is Is Kevin okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, are you still reading from something that you wrote? Yeah, I told yeah. you these fucking things are weird, man. That was Sagittarius, or who, who was that? Sagittarius that was is the same as Leo, right? Yeah, Leo, Pisces, right? Leo, and Sagittarius, or you got to check the other one, and you get caught in an endless loop. That was Pisces. Um, Go to page two hundred and fifty-six. Uh, let's see. Um, what are you again, Shuddy? Oh wait, you're Capricorn. Capricorn. Yes, Where's Capricorn? Capricorn? Okay, here we go. Every cloud has a silver lining. I don't know what the street value of that silver is. It's just a positive way of looking at a negative situation. Look hard to find the good in things. Detergent is expensive. I I feel like detergent is a little more pricey than it should be. I think you're onto something there. Here's Libra. I think it's time for you to be more mature. You big baby! You owe me those transformers that I lent you. I don't forget these things. Try to see how high you can count in a day, and then try to break this record the next day. Guess what? You're a Libra. This can't be the one they submitted to get an award. <laughs> no, it's all been downhill since the first uh, since the first edition of the podium. I know. Fuck, man. I'm gonna have to find out this association and mail them my medal. Like, I didn't, I didn't deserve this. Track down the runner-up. Mail this to him or her. Let's see if there's anything else good in this. Any other fucking gems before we wrap this up? Uh, oh, here's me fucking panhandling again for Gemini. They say you never realize what you have until it's gone. You have the gift of appreciating things while you have them. Don't forget it, though. Spend every second like it's your last. But save your money for me, because I'm rather broke. <laughs> I just doesn't sound like you've grasped the idea of horoscopes yet. No, it's all just a scheme for me to get money and things. Yeah, really short. You only did 11 on this one, because you just... Or actually, I think only 10, right? Sagittarius was C Leo and Leo was C Sagittarius. Oh yeah. Easy month. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Easy month. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'll do one more. I wonder if any if there is anyone who 
actually enjoyed your horoscope writing and was pumped about reading their Sagittarius or Leo horoscope and sold all their Kevin's craft stock at that point. Like they, they, they own, they own some Kevin craft horoscope writer stock. And they're like, you know what? Fuck this guy. I'm done reading the podium. I don't think there was ever a salty customer as much as the guy who, uh, assaulted me because I spoiled Scream 3 in the review. Assaulted you? Yeah. I've talked about this before. No. Okay. I haven't? Nope. All right, all right. I thought that I'd forgotten this. Thank you, Shuddy, for remembering that he never talked about this. All right, well, so he assaulted you for... Yeah, That's fair. I, 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 Scream 3 came out, so I signed up for the school trip to go see it. And when I was writing up the review, I pulled our teacher aside and I was like, hey, can I spoil the ending in my review? And he goes, hey, if that's how you want to go, I'm behind you. Do it. So I typed up a whole review. And then in the final sentence, I spoil who the killer is. And they, I think they handed these out the... Um, they came. They, these got released in the morning. So as you went in, you know, breakfast was basically like the first thing of the day. That was the first thing everybody re- was required to be there for. They made announcements and stuff. And on days when new issues of the podium came out, everybody got handed the new issue. So, or maybe it was lunch. Either way, it was at a meal time when Wait, they handed these out. An adult greenlit this, or another student? What me spoiling the ending? Yeah. Oh, it was an adult. Who said that you could do it? The teacher. An adult. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. You should have gotten your ass kicked. And the adult, so the adult I, should have been responsible for that. All the, you know, everybody's eating their meal and flipping through the paper. And I'm just <laughs> sitting there basking in glory, thinking about my fucking stupid horoscopes, eating my breakfast. And this kid walks out to me and he goes, where do you want it? In the stomach or the face? And I went, what? And he punched me in the stomach and then punched me in the face. <laughs> what a hard line, though. <laughs> he must That's have stolen that. He had to have stolen that from a movie. Yeah, you know, well, totally. But I mean, he pulled it off. Yeah. Did you? Was he a big kid? Like, did it hurt? Did he fucking? Um. Did he level you, or was it just like, was it more of like a just a funny story? I mean, I was always kind of a twink, so pretty much everybody was bigger than me. <laughs> but put that in a better way, I think. I could tell he he didn't go full bore. He could have punched me way fucking harder. But I didn't, you know, it wasn't like he punched me he in the stomach, then he punched me in the face, and he walked away, and I just stood there, and I was like, huh. Yeah, it was worth it. Was that the only... That was the only person angry about you spoiling it? Yeah. At, at least... From what I can remember, yeah. I think that was the only person that was pissed off. A couple people thought it was really yes. funny. Assaulted me. You can't get assaulted in high school, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? What do you think happens if a kid in 2020 punches a kid in the stomach and then in the face? Well, now now it's an assault. Oh, Aiden is pressing charges. <laughs> yeah. Make me sick. All right, well, there you go. There's the podium for this week. Uh, what do you say 
before we wrap things up, we do a little, uh, you know, that thing. Voicemails, yay! Huh? Huh? Ah! I'm down for some voicemails. Yes. This is, let's hear what the Puminati's got. Do we have any special ones? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> They're all special, Shetty. This one, this one has potential. Poopy little ways. I see two. There's only two words in the transcript, and I have high hopes. Oh no! Let's see. Let's see. If I get dicks coming my way. Oh. Love ya. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> the bait and switch. Wow, that really sounded like. The true signature diarrhea of pooping Kathy. Love you. But it was wow. a dude. Listen to this. Love you. I think That's that was arts. I think that was arts, yeah. That's it arts. Was. Arts, don't ever shit on our voicemail again. You know that's pooping Kathy's thing. You got movie reviews. HR violations, Freemason stories. That's your beat. You leave pooping. You leave the pooping to Kathy. I will say that was up until the love ya. I was I was like, oh, she's back. She's fucking back with a vengeance. What a poop. Yeah. Now I feel weird. It was Arts's poop. That was Arts fucking dropping a lung. Yeah. Now my fucking boner's gone now. <laughs> All right, let's see what this human has to say. Oh, this is an old one. This is from... Oh, my God. This is from late this July. This is pre-pandemic? No, no. Not that old. Jesus. <laughs> All no, right. I have a wood job. I was suck a dick question. Would Jeff suck a dick if we could get definitive proof that there is aliens... Oh. In the world. Or if he didn't suck the dick, guess what? That's we'll bullshit. never know. Even if they're real, we'll never know. Hey! Good time. Meow mix. Keep it real. Chickens. Oh! Turkeys. Whatever you want. Whatever floats your boat. Finds your lost remote. This one's working, uh, you know, chicken little. Meow mix. Pocket win. What? Who are you? That was a lengthy sign-off. Thank you for the yeah. voicemail. Might need I'm to not... tighten up your catchphrase a little bit. If we can give some some notes from the features editor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, disregard all the horoscope stuff, though. Um, he's good with just radio broadcasting. No, I'm not going to take this dick because I am 99.999% convinced there are aliens. And I believe there are humans that know about them. So it's just a matter of talking to uh, the right people and, you know, touching flesh, making connections, growing my LinkedIn network, and eventually someone's going to fucking, someone's going to give me the intel. And I'm going to be able to prove it to myself. I don't think I have to suck dick to find that out. See, I don't want to suck dick to find that out because I'm already convinced it's true. The and ending you know what? that I, I want to really see. I don't care if you don't believe it. So I don't need to suck dick for your education. Yeah, one thing, anybody who ever wants to suggest a, a would Jeff suck a dick, you always have to keep in mind Jeff's epic, bottomless selfishness. Always always take that into account. 
I, I feel like oh. the most the most epic ending for that would be if you agreed to suck a dick to find out, and you're just like sucking some guy's dick off in front of a G-man. He like, dude, blows a load in your face, and then you're like, oh, 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 so are there aliens? And he's like, no, and walks away as the jizz, <laughs> jizz drips off the yeah, tip of your nose. Yeah, exactly. So I, imagine not sucking. Imagine sucking the dick, and then there's there is an alien. So yeah, but I just really want a blowjob. But I can tell you for sure there's no aliens. But what if it's cool? They're like, dude, not only yes, are there aliens? Fucking, they walk amongst us. Tilda Swinton, alien. You know, I'm a little. Now that I think about, it, I'm a little disappointed in this voicemailer because he had a chance to evolve the suck a dick game. And I would have sucked that dick had it been an alien's dick, but it's not. So I'm gonna pass on this penis. Oh, so if you're if you're like blowing ET, you're looking around at everybody else in the room. You're like, oh, it's not gay. Oh, it's an alien. He doesn't count. What? Oh. Extraterrestrial. <laughs> oh, his dick tastes like Reese's Pieces. <laughs> yes, like, I'm 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 enjoying this more than him. <laughs> ET, <laughs> but but unfortunately, you with the extra long sign off weren't able to put that together ahead of time. You're too busy worried about your sign off, and now none of it's happening. Jeff's so into sucking ET's dick that he doesn't even notice that he's reaching around and takes that glowing red hot finger and shoves it up his ass. <laughs> Oh, I didn't agree to that part. (laughs) (laughs) I think I answered that one well. But there's Uh, some lucky ET out there that... (laughs) To any aliens aliens listening, if, um, you know, if you need a slump buster, you know, the the pandemic is hitting us all in the pants. Uh, (laughs) Jeff Clark will suck your weird alien dick. Free of Just charge. Swipe right on me. <laughs> <laughs> but we gotta put we gotta put a picture of us beforehand on the Instagram because you know, just Wait, like Nexium, I'm gonna need some collateral if we're gonna do some sex stuff. Wait, you you're gonna get fucking you're gonna get a GC brand on your crotch, alien. Oh, Oh, so you're taking any alien that you have gay sex with is immediately in your sex cult, and you want them yep, branded. It's your property. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this revolutionary thing. It's gonna sound weird, but you're gonna call <laughs> me master, and I'm gonna call you slave. And anytime I text you a command, you have to do it. But it's it's for your own development, alien. You got that, ET? You're the gay one, not me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just the master, and I, you know, uh, be good. No. Give me that butthole. All right, I'm officially disturbed. Think that might right, be yeah. uh, time to wrap things up for this week, friends. Oh boy, just want to confirm that it's not gay because it's an alien. <laughs> I don't go that way. No disrespect to those who do. Uh, thank you all for listening. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcast or whatever the fuck delivery mechanism for podcasts you have that allow you to subscribe and hook your homies up with a five-star review if you've got a spare extra three seconds if this is not cutting it and you just need more msph in your life got good news for you friend you can head over to 
patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour and sign up for one of our two tiers where we are constantly cranking out extra content. $5 tier gets you an extra bonus mini podcast every week. And then the $10 tier has all of our individual endeavors and contributions. So check those out. Our Discord channel has been popping lately. People seem very happy to be to be in there. Got a whole whole community growing. Very fun. Um, a cult, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Bat Dad is very close to getting a branding next to his bunghole. <laughs> yeah, it's all really normal. Don't worry about it. But you you do have to call me master once you're in the Discord. Yeah, be prepared to finger Jeff's butt a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lot. Hope you're. Hope you're tough, too, because I'm branding you after the first month. Hope you got thick fingers. Uh, <laughs> Shuddy, you got any uh, Chuckle Hut dates you want to promote? Nope. No Chuckle Hut dates. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Fade the Media. And at MSPH Podcast. Uh, if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, call 201-472-0139. And as you heard, you can pretty much do anything. You can fucking blast diarrhea off. Um, you can ask Jeff about sucking dicks and then do a 30-minute sign-off. That doesn't make much sense. Uh, but hey, you know, if you're, uh, if you're shy, you can still shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. Um, and we also are now putting full episodes up on YouTube. You can watch Shuddy Boy play video games and ignore his dog. You can watch Jeff turn into a silhouette. And you can see my very unimpressive cluttered kitchen behind me. And all the silly faces we make. And With all your bottles of weed lean sitting on the counter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just a, a collection of weed lean bottles <laughs> on one. And is that booze on the other? To your over your left shoulder. This? No, other side. Oh no, that's my um Oh, in the corner? Yeah, that's all booze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all booze. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also see all of Jeff's boner antics at the start of the of the episode. YouTube's letting yep. us letting it fly for some reason. So check it out. YouTube.com slash mad scientist party hour. I've also found some interesting old videos up there, like the the strikeout that I put on my Instagram. Uh, the I revisited Jeff reviewing Weed Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal, and that was particularly entertaining. I like that one. That was good shit. Uh, so yeah, check That's it out. As good as your strikeout. I would say it's uh, more entertaining because it's just me. Hitting a bong, doing a shot, and chugging a beer. I don't even really say anything. This one has funny conversation and Jeff being silly. Either way. That would way more impressive if you narrated your strikeout. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, and I think... That might be it, friends! So, until next time... <gasps> something... Bing, boing, doodle, plops. Oh, yeah. There we go.
Oh. What up, fellers? Not much. Chilling, hanging in there, man. How are you? You wearing a fucking cardigan? That motherfucker looks comfy. Yeah, I've. Isn't two it cardigans. like ninety degrees out there? Not with Jeff no. Central Air. No, it's actually kind of cool. It's been kind of cool lately. Uh, we had to turn the air conditioner off. We didn't have to. It was the economical thing to do uh, with the temperature currently and the low for the night. Cool story, bro. <laughs> the low for the night is 48 degrees here in Quakertown. Is it just, is it getting colder? Like, are you guys pivoting towards? Yeah, we're towards pivoting winter, or towards it, fall. Or it's just like a cold front. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of warm days scattered in here, but coolness seems to be the weather pattern. Fall's my favorite season of the year. Mine as well. Yeah, I'm a fan. Oh, we know how much you like fall. My brothers are getting into something that you're, that I think you do, Kevin. Maybe you too, Shuddy. But Glory they holes? do a horror movie every night of October, and. Or even starting a little early this year. You are too, right? Oh yeah. I started I started late August. So we're I've gonna been have in to it. try to uh we're gonna try to con- have to like connect or keep in touch on what movies we're watching so maybe we can review something. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe thank God for letterbox D, I can cycle through my diary and recommend some of the good stuff I've checked out so far. Great. I can't wait to watch an, another terrible horror movie for our related to this podcast. Well, Shuddy, you only have to do that twice a month. And sometimes they're not even horror movies. They're just shitty movies. <laughs> like uh, Vice Academy? That's not a horror movie, right? The one you got, you no, and Dom just did? No, no. Sounds pretty horrible. It, yeah. Oh, Shuddy was pissed. Slept through most of it. I love it when Shuddy gets so salty. About Dom making him watch just... He was like, why did you do this to me? I said, why do you hate me is what I asked. It was what I asked him as soon as we came back. I was like, why do you hate me so much? Fuminati senior producer, Dom? Yes. All right, let's see here. I think he could probably get an EP credit at this point. Fuck's bold. I feel like only Kevin deserves an EP credit. I think I'm still an associate. What are you talking about? We're hosts. Truth be told, I don't really know the difference between a regular producer and an executive producer or what a producer even really does. I know that very briefly it was my title on the show, but I didn't really do much of anything. Yeah, I guess guess Sharon is the executive producer now. (laughs) Just a catch-all term for someone who does shit for a show. I, you know, because I've the the only actual training slash guidance I've gotten in writing and my attempt to break into filmmaking and stuff is just from reading books. And from what I've read, the producer credit as and as far as movies go is a very very loose term. 
Sometimes yeah. it's just a name slapped on a movie to help it out. So they're like, look, we'll give you fucking a hundred grand if we can call you an executive producer. And they're like, All yeah, right, like cool. on Cobra Kai, what is Will Smith executive? Produ- what is he doing as the executive producer? I did not know he was the EP. Yeah, he has an EP credit at least. Uh, yeah. On- probably mad shit. Actually, don't sell Will Smith short. How about that? He's probably or trying to find ways to put Jaden in it. that he has rights to the Karate Kid uh, franchise? Because Jaden was in that Karate Kid remake. Maybe they pay Will Smith a million dollars a year to keep his goofy kids away from it. <laughs> like, we'll pay you as long as we don't have to put Jaden in it. Please, for the love of God, don't make us put Jaden in it. Yeah, that's like one of the many random duties a producer could get is keeping their shitty children out of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't know that that fits the job description of the one producer role that I had at USA Today. I did like a million different things, and I would assume you could speak a little bit to that, Kevin. I mean, you I do mean, probably a lot for the Ellis Show. That, yeah, you know, m- most people who would apply for the job wouldn't necessarily think is important initially, but then you know, every job has its own little quirks and things you got to cover, ch- boxes you got to check. Maybe so. I mean, you're you're like a, a radio show will only have you know one executive producer. Um, a movie or a series will sometimes have many, but right. like I feel like it's a it's usually a term that or a job description that's not even billed the way it is. You know, the whoever is basically the executive producer of a TV show is the showrunner, but they'll be billed as an EP. I don't think you'll ever see a credit where it says blah 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 showrunner. But they're basically like they're the catch all. They're they are the one that signs off on pretty much every decision other than the director. Um basically have most of the final say in the st- storytelling where the where they take the plot and all that shit. So like when a movie says the way I like I said I have a very almost no understanding of producers, especially when it comes to movies, but it seems like they don't really do a lot. So why is it a big deal when the movie advertises like from the producers of, well, sometimes they do shit. You just never know. You see, that's the thing is that there, you might be surprised by like all the, like, I don't know that much about it, but you might be surprised by all the things that a producer could do in relation to actually like a movie star. Or like the person, like they're on set for how many hours a day, but like are in their trailer doing doing a bunch of random things. But a producer might be working like all eight hours of those days. It's just not on camera, you know. Or if like, you're paying the bills, like sometimes an executive producer can just be somebody who contributed a fuckload of money to making the movie. Yeah, you foot the fucking bill. Yeah, you, yeah. He like paid for, he context, paid for the catering. Why do I care that the same guy paid for this movie as that movie? Uh, maybe you respect their eye for talent. Yeah, that, no, that's a thing though. Like, someone's got to put the money up for this shit. And if this guy consistently puts puts his money puts money up to cool things, like unfortunately Harvey Weinstein for for a while with Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, like, you know that's how he that's you know that's how he earns the fucking Oscar. That's how he gets to stand up there and collect the Oscar and has his name plastered all over everything. And sometimes it's it's done in a situation where they're basically vouching for the project. Right. I got a little something so, that I can't really say on on the record, but 
Yeah, well, some... pause the recording and tell us. Oh, you know it already. But it's no, yeah, but it's like if you get a star, I think what you're alluding to is if you get a star to like co-sign on a project, you got to give them a producer credit. Yeah. So essentially, oh, okay. get an, a, an but, additional paycheck. You know what I mean? Jeff's explanation. Now I understand. Right. Oh well, fuck what me. What you were saying, Kevin. Hey, Shuddy, can you chuck me record permission? Oh yeah, that probably. Maybe if I can. Sharon, Sharon, help me Extra out. Extra high. <laughs> Shubby, you been smoking pot sure. again? I oh, have. Been hitting a reefer. Edible. There, I, there was a major weed gaff uh, on my Taco Bell run. Uh, what did? Huh. What do you mean? Like, did you? Were you trying to pack a bowl as were, you were driving? Were you, and you smoking? Yeah. Dropped all your weed. Nope. What happened were you smoking was, a bowl in the drive-thru and instead of sucking on the bowl, you blew into it? Let's <laughs> let's start the main show because I, I have props. Okay. Shit. For well, this story. Let me check, uh, make sure the iPad's working. Uh, no, I don't. I actually I must have thrown it away. Uh, um, but I had a pre-roll and I lit it to smoke on the way home. So when I got home, I was nice and toasty for the Taco Bell. And it didn't light all the way. So I just, I puffed through it to kind of give it air to, you know, breathe in. Do you know what I'm trying you to You did blow into it. I think what you're saying is the inside of your car caught on fire, maybe? No, but the whole gram of weed that was in this pre-roll shot out of the joint. Oh, I guessed right. You blew into what you were supposed to be hitting. Like you, I do with a cigarette when it's not lit. You breathe in and out through it, and it... I have never blown into a cigarette when so, I was a smoker. I didn't blow into it. Like, I just exhaled a little bit. That's blowing. Fair enough. But I've never had that happen before. But the whole <laughs> fucking gram of weed just completely emptied. And the worst part was it was I was driving Michaela's car. Oops. Yikes. So, uh, before I could eat my Taco Bell when I got home, I had to clean up a gram of marijuana from the floor of the car. Well, thanks for saving that for the main episode. It's a nice, it's an Easter egg. Yeah, now it won't be on YouTube. Great. It's good. I'm, I kind of <laughs> like right. that that story's not on YouTube. Yeah. That's what he was hoping for. <laughs> I can respect that, Shuddy. Because I'm Shuddy if Boy. If I had, what I, I says did goes. keep the joint. If I had the, if I, but I must have thrown it out when I got home. I was going to use that to show that it was completely empty and just barely singed. Or maybe you were so stoned, you lit an empty joint and killed it in one hit. I wasn't stoned. Sharon saw it happen. I'm fucking destroyed. I feel like your hair flipping up like this, like in the back. My mullet? I feel like you looked like you kind of look like a bearded, like happy Gilmore caddy. You remember that fucking nerdy blonde in the beginning that that he gets as his caddy? No, I thought he had the the homeless guy. No, at first he gets a caddy that like the that the the club the chorus hooks him up with, and it's a blonde nerdy kid. You don't know who I'm talking about. You don't remember? No. You have to watch it again. Wow, fuck! I don't remember that part. <sighs> I thought I had Whatever. that whole movie memorized. We had. Uh, it might have been. If I have to explain it, then it wasn't a good analogy. I think I, t- I, I talked about this 
in the past about Bing Bong School when I was in, you know, the the independent dorm where we didn't have a dorm counselor. There was still a dude whose job it was to just patrol the grounds late at night. Like when everybody's sleeping, he was patrolling, just making sure no one's, you know, streaking or doesn't see any lights shining in from any of the dorm rooms, like anybody's up watching TV or some shit. And he looked like the caddy from Happy Gilmore. The dude that bathes himself in the lake, in the pond. Yeah. And we called him the wet bearded clam. I'm sure he liked that. He wrote us a a goodbye note. As the wet bearded clam? He signed it, the clam. Nice. Good for him. (laughs) Way to lean into it. I know. Turn a problem into a blessing. Well, because we had some other nicknames for him, too. And I forget what they were, but he listed all of them. It was like... He wrote his actual name, and then A.K.A. blah, 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 A.K.A. blah, 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 A.K.A. The Clam, with a question mark after it. Like, why do you guys call me The Clam? Yikes. <laughs> I, would, I, would not, I would not wonder about that if I was him. Are the sound effects coming through? Dude, I love Big Mama's house. <laughs> I heard it. I didn't. Enormous dong... My fucking football team is losing, Kevin. It, <laughs> I'm fucking destroyed right now. The MSPH curse is back on. Uh-oh. Is this Final Fantasy football or gambling? No, it's beyond all that. It's actually New York Giants football. It's my favorite team. Oh, dang. Their offense sucks. Mm. I'm getting our asses whooped. I blame I COVID. I understand exactly what you mean, Jeff. Yeah, me and Shuddy's team aren't is not very good right now. His team is more injured. My team is more bad. So well, there's nowhere to go but up then, right? We've been saying that for like four years. That yeah. uh, touchdown pa- when it was three three. That touchdown pass that Daniel Jones threw to Darius Slayton was. It was lovely. It was I had beautiful. Hope. I was I watching. It, I was like, oh my god, that was a. Beautiful pass. Yep. Hasn't it's been all but downhill I since. I haven't really watched since that. So he threw an Eli Manning four yard fucking wobbling duck that got picked off by the defensive tackle. Oh, That's no, how you know I a ball is bad. I saw the the TJ Watt interception. Oh, that's another one. Yeah, yeah. So Oh, he threw another one. He threw one. Yeah, he's throwing two interceptions today to defensive linemen. That's how you know it's a rough day. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> At least he's avoiding uh throwing it into into coverage. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a good thing, I guess. We ready to go, Kevin? Uh yeah. Pussy you fucking put Los Angeles, California. We're the mad scientist party hour.